Bye, Caleb. Bam, we're live. Uh, Caleb, you can come in anytime. Uh, do, do, do what you need to do, dude. Heidi Yash, Eric Weiss, Brandon Waddell, Jessica Valencia. Hey, guys, good morning. Blade, you demand. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for having me, boss. Look, yeah. it's still a little dark outside. Mm-hmm. I like waking up before the sun. What are you taking? Are you taking some um, Liver King uh, testicles, or what are you taking? <laughs> like a handful of desiccated testicles? No, it's actually the kind of the parallel. Um, before Liver King hit the scene, I have a friend who talked about what they call heart and soil supplements. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have a friend. She's all about like the raw hemp, all that stuff. Yeah. And she she got me. She got me on the hype. So I got yeah, some yeah, yeah. Whole, whole package right here. So I usually just take like 12 to the head. You got to take like six per serving. So I'll usually just take them all to the head real quick. Um, That's uh, pa- um, Dr. Mm-hmm. Paladino stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome stuff. I actually um, prefer Dr. Paladino stuff. One, because it comes in a glass bottle. I got some yeah. like I, I just prefer all my shit not touching plastic, and I like his pills better. Sometimes they're not capsules; they're like those weird. They just they're kind of yeah. like encompass themselves, and I like that better too. Instead of just eating all that plastic. Well, and also, so I ran a or whatever <laughs> that is. I know that's not plastic. Maybe it's rice paper. How whatever they do to make those capsules. I ran a little experiment. Um, uh-huh. I put like I put like some uh, beta alanine on my hand mm-hmm. and put it in front of my dog. And he just smelled it and kept it moving. And I put some heart and soil on my hand. And he was like, uh, was like I'm like, hey, you passed his bullshit test. Good enough for my bullshit test. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't know. We might might try it with BCAAs next or some whey protein. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I'm going to do that, too. I got so much of the liver king, like, testicles and all that stuff. When I first started taking that stuff, Blade, I, if I took two, it made me kind of woozy. And now, now that I'm used to it, I could take like, I don't know if I've ever taken 12 at once, but I've, I'll take like six in the morning and like six at night before I go to bed or something. Right on. Yeah. I just, I'll just get them to the head so I don't poke around and forget or something. What do you weigh? Uh, about 225 to 230. What I okay. around at. So I, I wonder if that matters too, because you're significantly bigger than me. Oh, I, I'd say that matters in almost a lot of things like they, serving sizes often at least are trying to give you a generalization but like when people say like a gallon of water a day i'm like all right so i'm six one two twenty five relatively lean um my old lady she's about five three one thirty five we don't need to be drinking the same amount of water per day so i usually go right. your your body weight cut that number in half and that's how many ounces you should probably do of water yeah, so I'm probably be about 110 to 120 ounces of water a day. Hers would probably be more like 60 to 70 ounces of water a day. Yeah, what is it? What is it? a gallon of water is like seven pounds? Is that it's 128 ounces? Okay, yeah, because it's it, yeah, makes sense. It's something close to that, yeah. So like, or, or my or my my daughter, you know, let's when she gets into serious athletics, more serious at like 15. How like, old your daughter? Well, right now she's seven. She she a mile away from having to drink a gallon of water. But I'm not gonna be like, oh, you need to drink that gallon of water. Ah, uh, eight point three four pounds. Um, Dang. Uh, thank you, Caleb. Uh, it's interesting. My boy just turned eight yesterday, and it's so funny because he sweats now, 
And he's <laughs> when he first started sweating a couple months ago, he didn't like it. But now he's proud. Like if it's dripping off of him, he's like, look, like he'll try to get like one drop to like come off his forehead. He's like, look, he knows it's the correlate for hard work. I wish I could be proud of my sweat. I, I sweat like an embarrassing amount. I could seriously get up, like do lunges to the door and back, which probably be like eight total lunges and my pores would, I could already feel my pores opening. Hey, um, but the, the CrossFit gym owner that we both know uh, told me that you would just roll into his gym fully suited weight vest, the belt, the, the Batman belt and everything and, and, and just get and get movements in. So you oh, just yeah. do, you would just do one of your 15 pull-ups and you just start pouring sweat under that suit. I like, let's say, so I would go in and do a set of 20. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I would go in and probably like fret five. I could feel my pores. <laughs> I could feel my pores. And people always try to say, Oh, that's good. That means, that means you got a clear system. Like it may be good for you, but that's just embarrassing. Like if you're wearing gray or something. Now, when I'm in my dark, my patrol uniform's dark, so it's not that bad. But when you're like trying to go to a wedding or something, and you sweating, and y'all ain't even <laughs> y'all ain't even done that, y'all eating. <laughs> who? Like, who? We we had a cop on this show who said he had to go to the bathroom. He was at the end of a shift. And then he made an arrest as he was going back to the station. <laughs> Do you remember that story, Caleb? And they and they, they put they were they were arrested. They had the person in the holding room before you took him over to the cell, I guess. And then they couldn't hold it, so they they just ran over into one of the empty cells and just I think stood over the drain and peed. I'm trying to remember who that was. Just right in his uniform. Just couldn't even. Was that him? God, that I was. Have, a great I might story. have watched that one too. Yeah, and I think the suspect was a girl too, and he said it was just a, a worse situation on all on all ends. But I, I can relate because I've sat in here for, I, I've held my pee way too long at times. One of my instructors, he he's watching live on on the way to training. He said, "What's happening?" From from my academy instructors from when I was a pup. Oh, awesome! I don't, I don't know if he wants me to name drop, but he I just want him to know. That I saw it, so what's happening? <laughs> uh, how how long how long have you been a police officer, Blade? Um, about seven years. It it pretty much parallels my daughter's age. Are you are you glad you chose that vocation? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm. I like everything about what I'm rocking with. I knew honestly. I'm, I knew from a young age I was going to be one of three. I was going to be an NFL player, police officer, or a PE coach. Uh, how come? How'd you know that? And, and when you say uh, young, how old? Like seven because I, I had a i had a dope ass pe coach when i was a kid um my favorite game my grandpa owned a batting cage and so i played robocop favorite game was robocop and then my favorite sport was football um what makes a uh a, a great pe coach to a young boy how old how old were you when you say you had a great pe coach how old were you um from like five Five was like my, the first age I remember, like really liking that stuff. But I remember by coach, a good coach, you mean the P coach, just a teacher who inspired you, liked you, you respected <laughs> them, you wanted exactly. to work hard for them. Exactly. So I would say somebody, you know, that whole girls want to be with him, boys want to be like him or whatever. Well, now probably yeah. be like boys and girls, yeah, whatever. But uh, kind of, kind of that kind of thing. His name was Coach Schultz. He ended up being my football coach in high school as well but 
Coach Schultz. I just remember he he always had these cool ass shades on. He was in good shape. He he would whoop us like he would try. He would teach us movements like you're supposed to. He would like whoop us a hundred to zero if he had the chance. I remember during field day he did not hold back, and I just I just like that. That sparked kind of the dog in me. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so I just I just wanted to be like that. And and when you wake up in the morning, you're excited to go to work. You're excited to like put on the uniform and be like, "Yep, this is this is me. This is it." Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I I still I don't know if it's because I'm easily entertained or I'm stuck on happy. Because if you ask anybody, like I just be happy for no reason, or if it, you know, or if it's just straight attitude, like a conscious effort. But all three come together, and I if keep I'm moving. S- if I'm stuck on happy. I'm going to use that. Because, <laughs> hey, you're going to be, you here. You know what I mean? You might as well be cool. You might as well be happy. Might as well make some lemonade. You have, Do you have siblings? Um, step-siblings. I'm, I'm an only child at birth. Eight years of being an only child. Only grandchild on both sides as well. Wow. And then, yeah, and then I got married into two stepbrothers and one older, older stepsister. And you're in California. Correct. And, uh, and and what did your parents say when you became a police officer, when you told them that was the route you were going to take? So mom, so, uh, <laughs> so first place I applied for, um, my mom was kind of scared because it wasn't like the, the best area, but they didn't pick me up that fast. And then when I applied for where I am right now, she was happy. Um, my old lady was happy because that's where she's from. And then my dad, he he grew up he grew up in the hood and so I was kind of worried about him because he had like a certain view on cops, but he viewed it as be the change you want to see in the world. So then he went from here to a complete flip, like oh, hell wow. yeah, a, a good one. That's what we need. We need you know he he's old school black man. So he's like we need strong young black gentlemen leading the way. And so he was he was ecstatic. Um, any, any influential cop movies, any movies you saw, um, that you were like, okay, this one, this one resonates with me. I always think about colors with, um, uh, Robert Duvall and and Sean Penn. Yeah. That was a great movie. And I could always, I always, uh, liked Robert Duvall's. I haven't seen it in years, but, but I, but I, I just liked that dynamic between him and Sean Penn. And I felt like that was like two pretty cool good archetypes, not just for cops, but for people who do new jobs in general. Like Sean Penn was the typical new know-it-all guy. Yeah. I actually need to, I need to run that back. Cause I saw it when I was like way too young to probably be watching a movie like that. And didn't, I remember two scenes and neither have to do with, well, one has to do with being a cop, but the other one doesn't have to be with being a cop. The, the part that sticks out for me in that movie is that Sean Penn was always escalating situations. And Robert <laughs> Duvall was like, hey, dude, you got to chill. Like, you just can't come in here like fucking gangbusters. So what's funny about you saying that is that's that's a dynamic that a lot of partners or if, if they work together often, like if they ride in the same car, because everywhere people don't ride in the same car. That's not standard operating procedure everywhere. So if you're not riding in the same car and y'all aren't used to tossing each other alley-oops as far as how you're going to talk to somebody. Somebody might be like picking and prodding and somebody else might be like, Hey bro, y'all see, you see how big this dude is? You might want to chill. Right. Right. <laughs> and, and, 
or, or you know, both of y'all might just be vibing and being cool. But to but the boomerang back to your original question, no, it wasn't a influential cop movie. It was actually a career day, my freshman year or sophomore year of high school. They we had like this little career day where it's instead of after second period, we went to another site and had like a career festival. We got to choose two. I don't remember the second one I chose, but the first one I chose was SWAT. And I remember they showed us, you know, they showed us their breaching tools. They showed us their stuff. They told us about their PT test. And I was like, dang, that's dope. And that was during the big SWAT thing. That was when um, Colin Farrell, remember when he was making a new movie every other month? Mm-hmm. He was on SWAT, you know what I mean? With Samuel Jackson and all them. That was like when hella SWAT stuff and like all that was coming out. I don't know if it was like a post 9-11, you know, kind of show how cool tactics are to try to get young men into that field. That would have been like a kind of a good recruitment tool. But so that's you went to career day and, and you liked the guys. The guys seemed cool. Yeah. They were, the yeah, the they tools were, they had seemed cool. Yeah, they were jacked. They had cool tools, their cars, all that. And uh, was the military an option? Um, I never get really considered it. I got a I got a scholarship out of high school to play football. And, and what, at a place in at a school in California? No, um, in Oklahoma. It was a Division two school in Oklahoma. Did you go? Hell yeah. Oh shit! Hey, wow. peep this though, I, man. Talk about twenty twenty hindsight. I almost didn't go because my girlfriend didn't want me to, and I was ah. gonna, I was gonna marry her. <laughs> God, do you know how many men have that story? Holy shit. It's not usually a Division II uh, uh, football program, but man, how many opportunities. I shouldn't just say men. Men and women change their path uh, because of young love at 18. A buddy of mine out here did that. Say that again, Caleb? A buddy of mine out here did that too. Completely changed his trajectory. My my girlfriend in college, who I was going out with for two years, and we were pretty close. I thought we were close. I just got a note one day saying, hey, I'm going to the Peace Corps, and they told me I have to break up with my boyfriend if I go, and I'm leaving in three days. Don't try to find me. I was like, what the fuck? Hey, did you keep it G, though? Did you try to find her, or did you honor I, it? No, I did I did try to find I went to her house. Yeah. I tried to find her. I, I, was, I was also like – I was kind of on the outs anyway. I was like – I was fucking around too much. So, yeah. like, I could see, like, it was probably good for her. But this is pre-cell phone. You know what I mean? So, like, to, when I say I tried to find her, I had to, like, go to her house, knock <laughs> on her door, and her roommate's like, dude, she told you to stay the fuck away. I'm like, I know. I know. <laughs> oh, so this wasn't a test? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, right. right. <laughs> I, I think this is wrong. This couldn't, no, couldn't have been for me. You know, you know what's crazy, too, is then she came home from the, the – she, she went away for, like, a month. And then she came back and I was, and I, and I had, the, I was renting this house and I was at the neighbor's house with this girl up on the second floor. And I saw her pull up to my house and knock on the door. Like she came like to make amends. But by then it was like, I was at the neighbor's house. Yeah, it, was, it was fucked up. Oh, damn. It was fucked up. I'll tell you some, uh, 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 since I've started down this path anyway. And then I came down and then, so she left and I went back to my house and I went in my bedroom She'd gone into my trash can and pulled out like 10 used condoms and laid them on my bed. <laughs> hey. hey. Oh. Oh, it was crazy. It hey, was man. crazy. 
It'd be like you said, she said, she didn't say, um, she left me seriously. Just like, yeah, she, I mean, I mean, I deserve say, to be left to be honest, but, but I, I kind of wish she wouldn't have seen that. I, I, I you know, I never want to, yeah. I never want to hurt anyone. Right. She, she, she couldn't, she didn't say, I'll be back. Please wait for me or at least leave some kind of, no some kind of thing. Or no. like, I'll see you when I get back. If, if things work out, then, then we'll go from there. She's like, don't look for me. This I is say, a, this is pre harem days. Harem. So the difference between um, a harem is when you're on, when you're honest to girls. This was pre harem day. I hadn't I hadn't understood that you just have to be one hundred percent honest. As pre harem, that's when you're just a dog. You're a cheater. <laughs> uh, so so you are, so you're are they called beat cops? You're in your car every day. Yeah, well, you drive your car every day, but I like every now and again I'll get my eyes up out the car like um i carry a baseball and a glove in my back seat at all times and so if and then knock on a door that i've seen kids playing in the area before or if they have a basketball hoop you know what i'm saying or at the park if kids are goofing off i try i try to get out and and hoop with the kids or play catch with the kids there's actually a corner house that uh a member of a member of the gym uh likes uh, he has a couple kids and so I'll just go play some catch with them. And they like seeing you? Oh yeah. Yeah. But we we but I'll tell you what, they're uh <laughs> they're pretty competitive. And I I won't take it easy on you because you're 10 years old. So we'll play horse. Yeah. And and I hit them with the fundamentals. I'll go, okay, left hand off the glass. Yeah. Or non non-dominant hand, because one of them's a lefty. Non-dominant off the glass. <laughs> <laughs> and their their dad's cool too. We'll play catch me and their dad. Versus them too to see who could go the most throws without an error. Oh, that's awesome! And, and so they get impatient; they want to zing it, but then, poof, well, all right, let's go. And you're all suited up. Oh yeah, suited and booted. Yeah, God, I love it. And uh, so that's every day for seven years. You interact with people. Your whole your whole life at the job is basically you. You interact with strangers every day. Every day you meet someone you've never met before. Pretty much. Pretty, pretty much, yeah. And and I learn stuff about them that even their husbands or wives don't know sometimes, or their right. best friend. What a tr- what a trippy job, right? You uh, every single. I mean, there's some people who don't meet anyone new for like years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And your whole job. Are you good at it? Do you have you gotten better at it in seven years? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I would say because. Uh, in the in the beginning, you 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 go from a phase where in training, um, now everybody's different, but for me, like my my booty cheeks was this tight. You know, what I mean, I wasn't myself. I, I I was trying to be robotic, trying to remember every LD from the academy. All okay, this this this. Okay, they said if this happens, then this. And if one thing disrupted my flow chart, I got a little shook. You know what I mean? Now. Now I'm realizing, okay, it's not an exact, it's a dynamic flow chart. Pretty much life is a flow chart. Okay, this decision was made. What's this? Boom. Okay, we're here now. Okay, go this way. We're here now. And you just keep it moving. I flow a lot. I'm a lot smoother now. I had um, uh, Jolie Gentry on here. Uh, she is over in, I want to say, Fremont. She's the uh, lady who won the uh, 20, uh, 2007 CrossFit Games, the very first CrossFit Games. Word. And she was a cop. She's still a cop over, I, I want to say, in Newark. 
and she's on the SWAT team. She might even be captain of the SWAT team over there. I can't remember, but she's off. She's off the. Um, she's an admin now. She's not. She's not on the street. But she was saying she switched jobs every three years, and that it actually took three years before you were comfortable at a job. And she said, and that part sucked, just switching every three years. Yeah. It seems yeah, like it's a craft that would take a long time to master, be engaging with so many people who are not – I mean, mostly you're engaging people who are not at their best. They're at their worst, right? Right. And that's what that's what a lot of people will tell you, like a lot of vets. You, you'll come in and they'll say – like one told me, he's like right away. He was right next to me in the locker. He said, hey, bro. Because I came out, hey, out of the academy. Hello, sir. Good afternoon, sir. He's like, but first off, let's stop that sir shit. Second off, um, you need anything, let me know. I'm gonna and I'm gonna tell you right now, three to five years. And I was like, What? What do you mean? Hey, three to five years is how long it's gonna take before you feel like you can go to almost anything and not be fumbling over yourself. And then even then, there's gonna be that one where you're just like, What the the hell? And so, yeah, th three to three to five is a good gauge. Some people just click, and for some, in, in year two, they get it. Yeah. Some people, some people would take some all, but all the five, or maybe even six or seven, to finally flow. I mean, because and when I say you're engaging people at their worst, they've either been in an accident, they're breaking the law, they're oh yeah, fight, they're doing. I mean, you're not, you're or not, they, or, or your uniform, or your just the presence of your uniform itself pisses them off. Right, right or, or, right, or puckers them up. You know what I mean? Um, I sent you this video. Yeah. And um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it. Is that cool? Caleb, do you mind if I share it? I'm going to do it. For, that way I can start it and stop it because I'm going to start it and stop it a lot. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting. I watched it like three times and I had a reaction to it. And then I watched it again this morning and my reaction was like tempered. And I was wondering, I wonder if that's what, if I, if I tempered it, cause I knew I was going to have to talk to you about it. Like I was all kind of like had these really strong opinions about it, you know? And now all of a sudden I'm going to have to watch it with you and the fucking whole world. And like, I've like softened my approach, you know, it's kind of like, kind of like when you're like, that's it. I'm, I'm going, I'm going to my wife. I'm telling yeah. her I'm watching football with the yeah. boys. Yeah. You yeah. Walk, you storm in the room and you look her in the eye. You're like, Can I watch the game. Yeah. <laughs> or you're like, Hey, you might have to turn it on in the fourth quarter. You know what I mean? You give up three quarters. I just want to watch the end, just the last twelve minutes. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's, let's every go. everything changes. Everything changes. Um. So, uh, I have um, I've known Blade for some time through Instagram. Uh, then we exchanged um, numbers and we text each other. And um, I knew there was always a time he'd come on the show. And I just thought this would be a fun uh thing to kind of test out. It would be fun to have a regular. Uh, cop that we can just go to and talk cop cop talk to anyway. But this is always kind of a fun thing. Please, everyone know. We uh, hopefully you'll soften yourself a little bit, like I have. Everything's easier in hindsight. Everything's easier in hindsight, and these are just people. And then disclaimer: um, any opinions or things like that expressed by me right here may are likely are probably are actually just mine. I don't right. speak for. Everybody, you as a man who happens yep. to be a police officer, but not but not representing any police exactly officers outside of just who you are. That is correct. 
And, 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 it's, and it's unfair because we say the police officer pulled the guy over and, and everyone's just a guy. But is this a is this a, um, a plumber who also as a kid used to rob liquor stores and his mom used to be like we, we, we pigeonhole always the cop as cop. We don't know anything about the guys. The guys are always the guys and gals are always just the guy or the gal. But really, it's just a guy and a gal or, or two gals or two guys. And so that's the part that always frustrates me too. People are always like the government. I'm like the government. No, no. You mean the people, the other people, you mean the people, the people who have different jobs. Like it's just weird to, uh, to take them away from people. Anyway. So this lady pulls them over and, um, this police officer pulls this guy over and, and I'm going to go ahead and play some of it. Caleb, will you give me a thumbs up if you can hear the audio? So right there, I'm like, holy shit, that's like better than half the cops I've been pulled over by. Um, they won't even tell me why I'm, I've been pulled over. So she's like, hey, what's up? You're doing 57 and a 35. And she's nice, right? Do you like all that? Yeah, I, I usually roll like that too. just try to be upfront. If they try to start arguing back and forth, I, I try not to engage in that part, but I at least try to give them something. To let them know why we're there. Yeah. And they and they do do that. I mean, why do you think cops do that sometimes? They'll just pull you over and just like ask for your license. And you're just like, dude, like that's not standard protocol, right? They're, aren't, are they supposed to tell you what, why they pulled you over? It's it's not like a – it's more of a kind of an unwritten rule. So there's there's a thing now where it's like kind of a trend. You don't have to be a dick to be a good cop. But some, you know, with that, with a little experience – in certain situations, they're like, no, just the facts. Boom, we're going to go here, we're going to go here, we're going to go here. And they they kind of don't want to get sucked in the, in the scenario of arguing about why they got pulled over. That's what I'd imagine. So they try to get the license and registration. So that way, I would try, if I was going that way, I'd try to get the license and registration. So I at least have the base information. Okay, I got their license that way. They took off. I know who they are. and. We keep them moving. You send them there, right, right in the arrest warrant in the mail, and keep and may, mail them their license back later. And and if and if a cop pulls you over, the the partnership is this, right? You you, you turn your car off, you put your keys on the dash. You, if it's a nighttime, you turn your dome light on, and you either hold the steering wheel, or sometimes I've even put my hands. If I'm like, I used to live in a really gnarly area, yeah. And I would just and I would put my hands actually on the door. So they can mm -hmm. see my hands while I'm talking to the cop. Yeah. It's, and it's, all the kids knew that. All of us knew that. That's just what we, that's what you do. Yeah. It's an, it's an alley-oop because it, it lets us exhale. It may let us exhale a little bit. Yeah. Because, because going up to a, a unknown, like right now, we don't know, like, just look at the, look at the picture, look at the, the freeze right there. Yeah. You know, all you know is the person's wearing a hat. You don't know who may be ducked. In the back, you don't know what's on his or her lap. You don't know right. what's yeah. So all you know is that they're wearing a hat, and now you go from there. And then when you finally get up, you're like, okay, assess the situation, keep it moving. Whenever I see highway patrol on the freeway at night pulled someone over and they're just by the side of the car talking, I'm like, what a fucked up job to be a cop. Every time you pull someone <laughs> over, it's like the beginning of a horror movie. It's like the beginning of Halloween. Yeah, you're in a dark. You're in a dark freeway. It's not lit. Cars are flying by you at 
80 miles an hour and you're having one-on-one -on -one engagement with someone that you have to tell them they're in trouble and there's mm -hmm. just forest everywhere on either side of you and you have to hope that they just comply and keep it steady or else you might be getting in a fight with oncoming traffic yeah, it's nuts. By the way, I, I don't know where this is, guys. I don't know. I, this does not look like California to me. Uh, it looks like somewhere in the Midwest, but I don't know. Okay, so so far, we're, so far, we're me and you are on the same page. It's all good. Correct. You're going 57 and a 35, sir. Do you have a driver's license or conventions? Why are you? What the fuck? <laughs> so now i'm like if that's now i just think when i watch this i'm like if that's my mom i just want her to tase the dude <laughs> or if that's my wife or my daughter <laughs> not I, he doesn't say he doesn't say um ma'am can like if I've had, I've had to get out of the car like so i had a dog in my car that was barking one time and i asked the cop i said hey dude can i just get out i'll i'll stand wherever you want i just can't be in here with the dog barking more he's like oh yeah yeah absolutely come around to the back of your car yeah. And I just went around to the back of the car and it was cool. That, that may be, well, I won't, I won't spoil it for people who haven't seen, but this and is batshit crazy, right? Yeah. That's, that's probably, that's not the best idea to just go on and get up out the car with no announcement. No, no, nothing. Just get up. Um, I'm going to need your license. <laughs> this this is a woman that we've agreed on through uh, an agreement with society. It's it, it's it's an on it, it, to to pay tax dollars out of every hour that we work. We pay her some money to keep our streets safe. Like we we've asked her to do this. This is part of our our relationship. So like if a deer was hitting the road, she'd drag it away. Or if someone was running down the street with a gun, her job is to get those people. Or if he's doing fifty seven and a thirty five, so that the rest of us aren't in danger, we've hired her to keep bad people off the street or keep people who are danger to other people. And now are we going to stand up for her as citizens and tolerate one of the citizens acting inappropriately while she's just trying to do her job, which we've hired her to protect us? This is where I start really struggling, and I feel like I feel think way differently than everyone else. They're like, well, they, you have to be – they have no rights to do this, this, and this. It's, like, it's kind of like bees. I always refer to cops as bees. Wow. They're, in, like they're in your flowers. They're there between one and three every day. That's not the time for you to go play with your flowers. Stay the fuck out of their way. They're doing their shit. If you go over there, you're going to get bit. But, don't, but keep interaction with them between one and three in the afternoon at, at a minimum. That's a, that's a good right? one because I, I vibe with bees. Like if I get stung by a bee, I'm not mm -hmm. even mad because I'm like, dang, that bee really feared for its life to sting me. Like, bees right. don't just be out here bullying people. If I get stung He's by dead. a bee, fuck that wasp. But yeah. a bee... I'm like, damn, that bee was really scared. I'm, that's a bummer. And he's doing shit that we need. There, there's a bunch of, because we have beautiful flowers on the way to school. I walk my daughter to school, and I just tell her, I'm like, hey, baby, if you just walk nice and smooth, then, then we'll be good. And every day we walk between these flowers on the sidewalk between at least 50, 50 bees. And we walk, and they, they don't bother us. We don't bother them. We keep it moving. My kids are terrified of bees, even though our backyard's full of them. One of them in particular. He acts like the fucking sky's falling. Is it because is he got, has he gotten stung? I, no, that one hasn't, actually. <laughs> one of my kids has been stung twice. Oh, man.
Okay, so this fucking knucklehead's getting out of his car, and he's got yellow gloves on. Are you getting out of the car, sir? My driver's license. He says, she says, why are you getting out of the car, sir? He says, to get my driver's license. No, so, so, guys, he's reaching into the back of his fucking car now. We've all seen a hundred videos where this just, from here, it's just horrible. Yeah, and then look where she is while he's doing it, you know? That, what do you and mean? So, so just uh, her positioning. So if he is reaching for something bad. She has no cover? Her, Yeah, her, her position is not the best. And so her sentence, her antennas, I call it my antennas go up, kind of like when my senses are heightened a little bit. Her antennas, her antennas may be going up right now. Like, what's this dude grabbing? Yeah, she, she this is me too. I, I'm drawn right here too. Right here. I, I don't know. <laughs> Clock cutter. <laughs> you, you, I think you misspelled cock. Um, uh, I, right here. I'm not happy either. If it's, uh, and once again, that's your mom, your sister, your daughter. Well, they chose to do the job. I don't care whether they chose to do the job or not. I'm not, I would never ask another human being to put themselves in, in a situation I wouldn't want to be in. And right now I don't want to be in this situation. If I'm her, I do not want to be. I do. I want this guy just to vanish. I want an alien ship to beam him up and just fucking take him away and do some <laughs> anal exploration on him. Hey, wouldn't that be so dope? Anytime something bad is about to happen, to you. <laughs> yeah, aliens are like, uh, uh-uh. uh. Like what the hell? Oh, dang! He, he was about to get me. <laughs> what What do they tell you, Blade, in school right here? Like, what What's the if you don't mind, pretend like what, – what, what, what do you do here? Okay, so so this is I, – I would hope that I would stay on the other side of the car. Where the grass is? You'd be yeah, over there? so if, if I was on that side to begin with, I would, uh, I would try to stay on that side of the car and maybe parallel him to see what he's reaching for, to grab my driver's license or whatever it may be. And – I'm not going to lie, like when, when he's getting out the car and reaching in, like, and it's happening like this, by the time he, you process the fact that he got out the car, then you say, what are you doing? Then he says, I'm getting my license. By the time your brain here is getting my license and he's actively moving while doing it, he's already into the car by the time your brain comprehends license. And so you might, you might even be drawn now, fire a shot, probably not because you, there's a lot of rules that go into firearm safety. You know, knowing your backdrop, knowing what you're firing at, intending to actually destroy what you're firing at, things like that. But you, the the hood, maybe the hood's probably off, or you might be at a low ready in that situation. Or if not, cool, you feel like you have the situation under control, you're calm, you're like, okay, let me see what this dude's doing. If you're like that confident in your abilities, but I'm probably on the other side of the car, just trying I'm gonna make to it- keep an eye on what's going on. I'm going to make it more complicated too. Let's say she right there, she pulls her gun out and as he turns, she shoots him. If he has, if she, if he has a gun, she's in the clear. If he doesn't have a gun, she's in trouble. And right there, you know, something's fucked up. That's not her fault at that point. Right. I'd like to post one other complicated issue. If that's an old lady, they say you shouldn't profile. If that's an old lady, you're, and she's getting out so slow. You may have come around and actually have to help her out of the car. 
This is some fucking if it's if it's um if it's some uh, if it's two kids in the car um with their pants sagged down past their butts and they they and they refuse to put their fucking cigarettes out while you're pulling them over and they got fucked the police on from NWA um that's a different story. You got this uh, this fucking maniac unibomber looking motherfucker with the hat on and yellow leather gloves. So and that's another thing I I can't tolerate they're, either. They're driving gloves, huh? Oh, right. My bad. They look like they're fucking for bearing bodies to me. But um, uh, how are cops not allowed to profile? How, how are you how are you not allowed to do that? So you're so there's a difference. And often uh-huh. the line gets blurred between racial profiling and criminal profiling. Mm-hmm. But. Or just quite demeanor, often. or age, yeah. or sex. But but quite like, like if that was a five foot little girl um, who got out of the car, it's another different story. This is, it's all relative, right? Exactly. That that's exactly what it is. So if like take me, so if I'm the one getting out the car, and you have somebody, a five two hundred and fifteen pound officer who's by themselves on the other side, their level of force might be different than if the tables were turned. And I'm pulling over that same old lady you're talking about. Right. It's, and so, yeah, there's definitely many indicators like r- racial profiling. No, that's a no go. However, you take the totality of the circumstances, you have this bullet point, 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 all pointing to, oh, oh man, something bad is about to happen. This might be a bad day. Okay. Then, l- let, let me push back on that a little bit. You have no racial profiling. You pull over uh, uh, black kids in Oakland, 16-year-old boys. They're black. They're boys. They're 16. You pull over a fucking two Indian boys. They got the peach fuzz mustache. They're, they're fucking they, – their parents are fucking immigrants from fucking um, uh, Mombasa. You know what I miss, hand? Yeah. You, you can't make any, you you you. What do you what do you do with your brain? You pulled over. Let's say you pulled over a hundred young black boys, and they've turned out this way. And you've turned over pulled over a hundred Indian boys, and it's turned this way. You can't. You're you have to turn that off. You're not allowed to be like, hey. At that at that point, it's one of those cause of doing business things. Like, yeah, you need to, you need you need to you need to stay ready. So stay ready, so you don't got to get ready. However, like. Yeah, at that point, you just got to roll up. You got to try to be cool, stay cool. and Because every guy who talks like this guy right here, regardless if he's white or black, is an asshole. Like, we already know this guy's an asshole. I'm getting my license, right? We already know. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's, he's not happy. I don't know if he's late somewhere or what the business is, but yeah, he definitely isn't, isn't uh, helping him, his own situation right here. Okay, here we go. Here we go. 12 radio to be able to step out of the vehicle. Okay, so she radios in there. Uh, homeboy's out. Yeah, she, she's actually, that, and that, that's pretty locked in because a lot of times, you got to remember, her partners don't know what's going on. All they know is she's making a stop. And so right. if, nothing, if nothing comes out on the radio, then her people just think, okay, cool, pull over some 16-year-old kids beating. Yeah. No big deal. On, on the way to on the way to his girlfriend's house or whatever it may be. And, and let's not forget all the insurance companies have us profiled. 
um, my my insurance at 16 is, is more than um, Blade's daughter's uh, car insurance at 16. And why? Because I have cock and balls. <laughs> oh, wow. I wonder if I can tell my insurance company that my boys identify as being girls and their insurance will get lowered. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hey, modern problems require modern solutions. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> Sunglasses, um, hat, gloves. And attitude at this point. Yeah. Okay. Step over here now. So she says, step over here now. That kind of reveals her psychology. She's like, that's basically like, okay, you want to step out of the car? Well, now then, now we're going to step over here. And yeah. she could be protecting him because so he doesn't get hit by a car, right? That part. Both okay. of them. Both okay. of them. Like, that's, why she, that's why she probably did a passenger side approach. If, okay. if he if he would have pulled into that parking lot, you know what, hundred like sixty meters ahead, yeah, she may she maybe does a driver's side approach. Okay. Have a seat on the ground. Have a seat. I'm not sitting. I'm not sitting. So, do you, you have a question? No, go go. I don't know. This is where I start. This is where I start getting a little sympathy for him, even though he's a complete douche. But but go on. I want to hear what you what you have to say. So. So he says, I'm not sitting the first time. And it's a little aggressive, but it's not that big a deal. It's, I'm not sitting. Yeah. And then right there, it could be just a verbal thing. But on the, I'm not sitting, his yeah. his hand might be this close to her right yeah. there. I wouldn't say she's wrong if she takes it. Yeah, me neither. Like, me neither. Right there, he, I, right there, I think he has to be tased 100%. I agree. He has to be knocked down. Yes. Yeah. This so, is where so, it gets squirrely. Yes. Because at this point we got two. But what two about the sit part? Are we okay with that? He's like, "Hey, you need to sit." You got out of the car, okay? So, is that a power trip or is that a standard protocol? It's, hey, it's, it's it's a safety thing. Okay. No, no, you can have him sit on your push bumper. You can have him sit on the curb. But okay. it, but it's it's just pr- pretty much just s- settling things down. Things are a lot more subtle with somebody sitting, and that they're more likely to take a deep breath in and calm down sitting as well versus standing up chest all puffed up. You know what I'm saying? And it gives the cop a second. If he does, if he's sitting down and he wants to attack and you're looking down, right. in your ticket or something, it gives you a second to. Exactly. It evens the playing field a little bit because the cops multitasking like a mofo. Yes. Okay. And then, and then she's got, she starts doing the Heisman on him, right? He puts yeah. her hand out and she puts his in. This is the part that I don't understand. This is the whole part why I thought, oh, let's talk about this. Back off. Back off. I'm not sick. Okay. So I don't understand why she touches him right there. Like at that point, you either have to knock him down and completely – and probably the public's going to hate this. People are going to hate me for it. But you either have to completely not – he has to be tased and handcuffed immediately or she has to completely disengage and wait till more cops show up. Like this kind of middle ground. This is like high school cafeteria shit where you go over and push the dude. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, so, so the push, she probably creating distance, you know, as she's moving back, pushing him back simultaneously. But he's he doesn't like that. Oh, she just he, shook the bee's nest, right? She, he didn't like that. Yeah, he, he, he definitely doesn't like that. And the goal is to win. Um, the end game, not like little psychological about the goal is to win. Right. Think, think of the long game. So when this yeah. video is completely over, I'll go over like just some things that I like to try to do. Okay. 
I can't do them all the time, but I like to try to do them. But in this scenario, so far, um, I would say he he brought the fight to the party. So now her antennas are up, and she's like probably preparing to have to fight this dude. Because when you push somebody to back off, quite frankly, they don't always back off. And she she's appears squared away. You know what I mean? Or yeah, she, yeah, she's she, she, confident, right? She, she, she keeps herself in shape. Yeah. If I pulled you over for this, come over here, sit down. She's real. She's keeping control of this call. Uh, Christine Young says um, the end game is to be alive. Yeah, and I don't think she. I don't think. Yeah, for some reason. Um, uh, I'm five eleven, uh, two forty. I know I'm getting shot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, why is that funny? He's like, oh, I'm dead, dude. Yeah, I could never imagine acting like this with the cop either, ever. Who raised these these people? Yeah, like, but as funny as as a comment that was, like. That's a black dude, too, by the way. It is. Light-skinned gentleman? Oh, yeah. Look at him. He'll look light-skinned to me. Yeah. Oh yeah, he got the form. Yeah, you'd have been racially profiled too, Kaz Kazavion. <laughs> and so, uh, but 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 let's but let's plug that in. So you make this dude twenty years younger. We'll we'll leave skin completely out of it. You make him yeah. twenty years younger, and put about thirty pounds of beef on him. Yeah, and then it, it, that change that changes may change her demeanor. Um, Hey, you might, you might be, um, you could take skin color out of it. But when I see this guy, I, I just picture a dude at home who has a fucking bomb making kit. Sorry. I mean, he looks like he collects fertilizer for a living. Like to make, I mean, look at this. Fucking guy. Packs of cheap beer. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. okay. So, so she, she gives him a little, a, a little uh, straight armed, get, get, keep his distance. We're getting physical. <laughs> Hands behind your back. I will tase you, sir. Touch the vehicle. Put okay, how about that? How about that warning? Now. I will, I will, ta- I will tase you, sir. Honestly, that that's money because I like that because um, it, it lets them know, like, hey, she told she told you she was gonna tase you. You know what I mean? And 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 it was when things had slowed down just slightly, and so just for her to kind of she's she's trained this she's either had to tase people many times or she takes her training seriously because that that response was something that was a trained response where like she was able to keep some level of composure because look she immediately re-entered re-entered the fight yeah entered the zone and so and so to be it's kind of a go, smart time to attack too because he's off it, balance and he's on exactly the she, so she caught a feasible moment where where you could actually warn somebody because a lot of times it's I didn't have time for a warning but this one she she made time you know what I mean she had time today. Um, I I wonder if at any time I'm just in, call me a fucking idiot if, if if this is just totally ridiculous I wonder if any time prior to this the cop can say to the person hey dude you're he- we're heading towards an altercation with the police officer. This could be like ruined the fucking next year of your life, or like you can just be chill and in fucking ten minutes you can be in your car driving away. Like you have to stop and take a breath and make that decision now. Like to to say to that guy, that's not 
no, you're not a fucking idiot for that. Now, in this situation, it probably wouldn't have worked. But he was too far enough. gone. He was yeah, too I far have, gone. I, I, could, I could give you another story where something like that please, was please. attempted. Please. But right now? Yeah, 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 yeah. Please. We'll come back to this. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it. We'll come right, right back so, to this. So I get dispatched. <laughs> I get dispatched to a call of a dude trying to fight some um, in front of a bar. Mm-hmm. Shocker, right? And I show up. And there's a dude, and I see a group of four people. Looks like they're trying to kidnap a guy. He has his hands on the pillar, and they're pushing him by his thoracic, like his mid back and his neck. And he's like, "Nah, nah!" <laughs> he's not getting in the car. And I'm first on scene, and I tell them, "I'll go, hey, y'all, get away from him before one of y'all get hurt." I'm assuming this is the guy. He don't got no shirt on, so he breaks away from them, and he looks at me. He says, "You want to fight, nigga?" I'm like, oh, Lord. <laughs> white dude. White dude, by the way. Thank and you. I'm, thank you for the clarity. And, and he has this lazy-ass Floyd Mayweather Philly shell stance. Yeah. You know, and, and he's and he's unsteady on his feet. And he's like, what do I need? And doing all this. And uh, so Hold on. I got to gotta pause right there. Where are the other four people? Are you threatened by them? Are they so like? I wasn't, but they were becoming a problem. So he's right here. I'm where my head is, and they're over here. Yeah, one is his wife. Uh huh. One, one is a good friend of his, and the others are staying in their lane. So he's got psycho bitch and loyal friend. Right. And so I'm talk. I'm trying to talk to him, but they're one. So they start out by saying, "Let us talk to him. We calm him down." I said, <laughs> <laughs> "I wanted to say, bitch, <laughs> clearly not." <laughs> right. But you know, in in my demeanor, I was like, "Well, look." You clearly couldn't do that. That's why I'm here. And so then they said, okay. So then the wife backed off. But then the friend kept stepping in a little bit more and a little bit more. And while he's kind of closing in a little bit. People don't realize that about cops. That that, that you're judging them for their interaction with the person. There's fucking people everywhere who who are a threat to the cop at that point. Right. People have no, they never think about that shit. Because people turn on us. The people that yes. call the police. Yes. All of a sudden, when you're there, oh, wait, hold, I just wanted you to scare him a little bit. Right, right, right. I didn't want you to hit him when he He only stabbed you. me once. <laughs> exactly. And so, and so I, I'm getting a very walls closing in kind of feeling. So I reposition a little bit so I could focus on drunk dude who's walking at me to fight. Yeah. And so then. Calling you friendly names. Yeah. It, it is so. His friend keeps walking up on me, and uh, I finally go, get by. I have to yell at his friend, get back. And then his friend, okay, whoa, okay, I got you. My bad, I'm sorry. So then now it's me and homeboy, and so I can finally focus my attention a little bit more. So I radio, hey, he's challenging me to fight. Step up my cover code three. No, you didn't say bring my gloves? (laughs) (laughs) Bring my shorts and my gloves. He's challenging me to fight. It's so so, – I'm just, I'm, I'm now. This is the point where you go. I'm like, look, man. So, cause ba- background, it's about two hours from my shift, probably ending, and it's my Friday, and so I'm trying to, just, I'm trying to get this dude home. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, hey, look, bro, you just drunk. We don't have anybody who's an actual battery victim at the moment, and so let's just get you home. So I'm like, hey, look, man, you don't want, you, you don't want to do this, man. It's, you want to go home? Let's get you home. And he's not acknowledging me. Still walking up on me, and I finally go. Look, is there anything I can do? This dude, he goes, probably not. <laughs> and he's 
roughly my size, not the same muscle mass, not the same build, but close to my size. And so I finally, I stopped backing up. I stopped creating space. So I'm like, if I, if I trip over something, it's over. Yeah. I, right now I knew it was behind me. I knew my car was close to behind me. If I keep rotating and playing this game, it, it, something bad can happen. So, so then I finally tell him, Hey, look, stop walking up on me. Stop walking up on me. And then, you know, what, what I'm going to do, just do, let him walk all the way up to me, then punch me. No. So then he got to a very uncomfortable distance and then he had to be dealt with. And my cover wasn't too far away. And once I was dealing with him, it was also a good crowd. When you say not too far away, I you mean they the hadn't siren. arrived yet? You could hear a siren. Oh, yeah, exactly. It was, it was just me. Okay. And so that was also what I was trying to buy time for. I'm not trying to get I, – I don't. I have a bunch of – right now they're friendlies, but still unknowns if we're being real about of it. Of course, of course, of course. I have a bunch of unknowns. I don't know if somebody's in the back of the, un, a back of the friendlies that wants to just throw a bottle and start mischief. Yep, yep, yep. And, and so they do. I'm there not, is someone there who wants to do that. Yeah. There's there's me and my um, ten friends, uh, Blade, who snuck into the bar and are only eighteen years old, and we're drunk, and and for, we're not even bad people, but one of them's like, "Hey, I bet you I could throw my bottle and fucking hit that cop." Yep. So it's they're everywhere. It's boys. Yeah. It's boys. Yep. And so then, and so I'm like, okay. Well, once once I knew he was gonna bring it to me, I was like, okay, this has to be dealt with. Has to be dealt with now. So I dealt with him in a very timely manner. And then my cover arrived in a very timely manner. And uh, we kept it moving. Apparently, uh, when he was getting medically cleared at the hospital, uh, he must have been gone. Because when he sobered up, he was apologetic to my partners. And then, oh. we're like, and then apologetic to me. And then they told him what he was saying. He was uh -huh. like, oh, my God. And they said, and guess what? He said, was he black? And they're like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> So he didn't even know. Yeah, he, he was just, you know, I guess that's blacked out drunk. Um, man, alcohol's a fucking son of a bitch. Yeah, that, that thing will get you. Remember when uh, um, Mel Gibson got pulled over for drunk driving and just started smashing Jews? Oh, Lord. You may be too young for that, but that fucked him up. He mean he came back. I mean he's back in the game, but it's just crazy to get. He just started fucking ripping, just throwing out kite comments everywhere. It, it's just like, dude, you're in Hollywood, bro. Damn, that's a hell. <laughs> but yeah, so th there has been a situation. Now, was he in his regular state of mind? No, but where me and I know I'm not the only one who's ever done it has hit somebody with, look, I just want you to go home safely. Is there anything we could do to resolve this issue? Right. Um, okay. Okay. So um, she, they've had a, a little bit of an exchange already. He put his hand in her face. Um, she gave him this, the straight arm, told him to get back. She's asked him to sit down. He won't sit down and he's obviously being hostile. She's, she, uh, and she called for backup too, right? Mm -hmm. Just prior to this. Okay. He was smart how he stepped up back up on the hey, curb. Hey, that was some good footwork, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, that was that pretty back. crazy. Run, run, run that back. <laughs> hey. It's Real almost fun. like he has some boxing skills, right? Keep, keep the pivot yeah. up the curb. Yeah, yeah. Boom. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a that. crazy spin. Yeah. That was that was something serious. 
Oh, what, does she have something? No, okay. So is everything she's doing right now? She's just she's what? Right what now, do you think she's doing right now? Is she fighting to try to get a hand free and grab a taser? Yeah, right now she's in the red, and she honestly she's realizing that it's going to be A, B, or C likely. That A, he's a lot stronger than a frail old man. Um, B, and he moves fast, man. That was a fast spin. Yeah, B. Um, I'm. I don't like this position of being down because he right now gravity is his friend too. So yeah. he's at a higher ground. So she's just she's in the red, trying to get get out of that position of disadvantage. And and C or or be C all of the above, you know, like she she she's like okay, th- this is a bad situation. Trying to probably mush his face, just get his arm because I don't know if his left. Okay, you can see his left hand with the gloves. It got moved, but he's you know he's up around. He's up in here. Yeah, 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 totally. They're fighting on her mm-hmm. face, basically. Mm-hmm. Hey, so I want you guys to think for a second. Just think. That's your mom, your sister, and your daughter, and you drive by, and she's fighting with a dude, and he's winning. Like, do, do you ask any questions if you see some dude in a fight with your mom, your sister, or your daughter, or your wife, and they're winning? You, you don't ask any questions. No. You don't ask one fucking question. <laughs> uh, excuse me, um, whose side should I be on here? I'm saying... Who is in the right? Not none of that. Okay, so now some dude who's completely out of shape, eighty pounds overweight, comes from behind. Uh, uh, um, is it, is it, is she happy that this guy showed up? Oh yeah, she's 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 very happy. Like okay. now to all the listeners, don't just roll up on every use of force you see. As a good <laughs> it may not go well. Uh, you you got to read the room. Okay, he read the room. And this is a good. This is a good situation. Uh, okay, here we go. Here we go. Oh, Best case scenario, they went straight to the ground, right? With with. Uh, okay. Radio, send me units. Roll over on your stomach now. Is that the right thing to tell them? Yeah, so she she's pretty much just trying to to end it. Like she rolling rolling over on the stomach is to uh, just obviously she probably has she has the intent of like that. Yeah, you know, and so she just wants she wants to get him cuffed as fast as possible. Look at this. So, look at this lady. This lady's like a hundred pounds overweight who stepped up to the scene. Like her shirt is like she's wearing just some like shit that looks like it's like on the sale rack at Walmart. It's some cr- I can't figure out where the fuck she came from. There must be like a there must be like a, a Kentucky fried chicken right there or something. Like she put down her mashed potatoes and she uh, I, I would listen, if you're gonna get injured, don't come over and help. That that yeah. <laughs> She just had a sit on Back it up now. No. Get your arm behind you. The dude, the dude towards his feet likely either rolls by rolls. I mean, like, is either done a basic level of jujitsu, whether it's years prior or whatever, or is law enforcement or something, because he, he, ran, he ran around. He looked for work. 
He, yeah. he wasn't just running up. <laughs> yeah. No, he ran up. He's like, okay, arm, arm. Okay, let's stop the flailing. And he, he, I don't know if he's trying to figure four, uh, cross the legs or just control them by crossing them like this and putting putting some light pressure. But that dude was a, a good number three. Obviously, the, be- the best number three would have been that patrol officer right there if he had gotten on the scene. I'm, I don't, I didn't watch past the dog pile. But oh, uh, it, this part's hilarious, kind of too, because this makes you realize it's like some weird podunk. Like, um, it's just funny oh. what she says to him. Uh, what what about in the situation if someone rolls up and just starts punching the guy? Oh, <laughs> like you know, like it's kind of surprising. Like that guy in blue. Isn't just like just like punching him. Hey, in just, just, yeah. Boom. yeah, or kicks him. You know, and I mean, like, like you could see that lady walking up and just kicking him in the head, right? That last lady who came out of the Kentucky Fried Chicken. Then you, then you, yeah, then you have more than one issue on your hands. Then, then you have to do an even harder task of dividing your attention. You obviously need to stay with this threat, but you have to tell her to stop. Hey, don't and, kick him. And then all of a sudden. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, your partner. Now, this is assuming you didn't see it. Right. She, she may be so hyper focused on his left arm because one thing, boom, left arm. Okay, tell the dude in the blue shirt, give me that other arm. And then you finally notice he's being kicked. Or you say, hey, we have him handled to your partner. We have him handled. We, we got to get this damn girl out of here. Yeah. Which I would hope if she's kicking somebody on a police officer's behalf, that she wouldn't resist the police so much. I, I I told this story a while back. I, I I saw a guy steal a bike right in front of me, five feet in front of me, and it was this eighty year old lady's bike, and she was right there too. And I chased the guy, and he got away from me. And when the cops came, I said, "Hey, if um I was just if I was going to catch him, I was just going to push him off his bike." And the cops like, "Hey, you know, if he would have hurt himself, you could have been in big trouble for that." I go, "What?" He goes, "Yeah, you can't just push him off the bike." I'm like, "Holy fuck!" I go, "Hey, I was going to push him off the bike." And I was going to grab the bike and then hit him with it. Like I was going to sw- so, smash him with the bike. Especially that second part. Yeah. So you're, you're, you're so, so like pushing. Him I was off just going to say, I felt like my life was in danger. Yeah. So like, let's say pushing him off the bike. Yeah. You, uh, you, you, uh, oh no, I slightly stepped in dog shit. But then by picking up the bike, smashing <laughs> him with ran it, ran down on him. Then you're yeah. like, you know what? Let me roll in this dog shit. That all, right, all right. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Put your arm your back. Jason, get the cuffs, she says. How come this ding dong doesn't have his cuffs out already? Does that yellow jacket tell you he's not even a real cop? Is that just like a uh, like a, a community service dude? So I'm wondering. Jason, get the cuffs. So- Bo, Luke, get the cuffs. I mean, so- this is some Dukes of Hazard shit now. Yeah. So so this. This is where, so the vest, I don't know if he was working traffic control at a different site and heard this because tra- that's like a, a a safety vest. Now, I don't wear mine unless I'm specifically doing traffic control. And even then, sometimes I'll, it'll stay in my trunk on accident. But yeah, like rolling up on with that, with that vest, not certain. Yeah, that doesn't look like it's a good thing to be wearing during a fight either. Yeah, probably. Yeah, no. But yeah, I'm not not sure what was going on before that. But it's not, as far as I know, it's not normal. That's not a normal (laughs) uniform vest. I think that what we're about to hear is the lady 
that oh, I was making fun of earlier. Go ahead. Really quick. And uh, yes. you don't you don't get you don't get your handcuffs out unless you know your hands aren't needed. That's why he doesn't have that's why she has to say get the cuffs because he's okay. He's coming expecting to have to use his hands. Okay. And if and if you're put your foot you know, if you're pussyfooting around <laughs> and these are your cuffs dangling around, is how yeah. you know I got girls, huh? These yeah. are your cuffs, these are your cuffs dangling around. Then it takes away part of your fight. Okay, okay. So he did the right thing. I, I don't know what I'm yeah. talking about. Okay. It's all good. Get your cuffs, get your cuffs. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> You don't do that to a woman. So someone's saying you don't do that to a woman. I love this part. Is that the is that the lady who just showed up on the scene or is that the cop? Do you understand so, me? That's, that's the lady. You don't do that to a woman. That, that's a that's a lady. She's not out of breath or anything. She has a different different voice. Don't, All right. don't do that to a woman. Hey, you. All right. You're good okay. Yeah. The cop is too busy breathing Bro, hard to stop. say that like that. Okay, so, so um, this is the part I always trip on about about cops. So the other day, right in front of my house, and this is just one of a hundred stories I could tell. Uh, right in front of my house, I live on this old like country highway, right? And right in front of my house, a dude drives off the road into the creek below, right? And there's a fire truck there, and and, and um, uh, six cop cars. So I walk outside of my gates, my plush gates, my three plane brothers empire. I come out. I'm in my shorts and shirt and, and I, and I, I'm standing like 10 feet away from the cops. Not one cop turns away to me and goes, Hey, what's up, man? Or oh, a guy like, obviously I fucking live there. Nothing ever happens on this road. Someone has driven off into the Creek. There's five cop cars in, and not one of these dudes can be just like, remotely fucking civil to me not even like i'm like hey guys they're just like it's like this like like dude like I, i'm not like i live here i live here like that's where the partnership of the citizenry like hey dude just so you know we'll be out of here in 20 minutes this guy was drunk and uh we're gonna get him out everything okay with you did you hear anything or or like beautiful flowers or just like anything to me just any civil they're just standing around you know what i mean it's not like right. there's any it's not an active threat it's not it's not no <laughs> and i see that with cops too like at, at um like you'll be some, like i'll be like like at the place where i walk along the beach and there'll just be two cops standing out there and i'm walking by with my kids and they're so fixated on having a conversation with each other and like not it's like like no there's there's no working the public right. there's no like hey to my kids or and i always have my kids walk up and say hi you know yeah. Wave to the motorcycle cops, all that shit. But um, in here, I understand these guys are under a lot of pressure. But even like uh, us, like if she said just as they walk away, thank you. Yeah, you get nothing. You get you just you get and or even the other guy, they act like those people didn't even exist. Look, look they just walk away. All gone. Yeah. Bye bye. It might be. I mean, I know it's a tense situation. No, honestly, not not even like from a being a dick standpoint. It might have been a a slight feeling of embarrassment. Oh. Well, one, they did walk away fast. They oh, hey. right. You know, it's not like they stood around and she said, "All right, you guys are free to leave" without saying anything. Right, right. But uh, you know, if you if we're being if we're being honest, please. She was losing that fight. 
would she have lost the fight? Maybe not. She she probably would have gotten some wits about her. She figured some shit out. Right. But she was so if you're losing a fight and then somebody helps you that you don't a stranger helps you, you're lo- well, you're losing a fight you're not supposed to be losing. You know, we're we're wearing the magic suit. You know, right. we we're, we're we're the we're the top dog. We're we're the alpha. And then we get seen losing a fight and then somebody helps us and then some she probably prides herself on being a woman and being able to deal with all all situations right you know what i mean and so then you so then you lose the fight and then you have somebody say you don't do that to a woman and so then she's hit with damn did i get mad oh. oh. i just take an l for all women for did i just take an l on behalf of women please officer god dang and so it may be that slight feeling of embarrassment combined with they did clear the scene pretty quick. They probably didn't want their information. They might have been they might have been some off duty. You know, you we don't know if a dude at the feet was off duty or that or the, the heavier dude was like, you know, a sergeant somewhere. And he's right. like, Man, you ain't about to get me up in this narrative. You're about right. to have me subpoena you're about to have right. me subpoena that court, bro. <laughs> and then just GTFOH. And then maybe call later. Hey, is that officer okay? Um, here, here's the other part that that why I don't. As a citizen, you should give police officers a shitload of leeway. Let's say the police officer has a gun. That's just the baseline. You just have to accept that. The same way the bumblebee has a stinger. We've authorized them all to have guns. Now, this fucking wackadoodle ding dong who drives with yellow gloves on has gotten out of the car. What if he grabbed that gun and tried to shoot her and fuck her, missed her, and shot my car while I was driving by with my three little boys? I I just have no tolerance. Like, fight it out in court. We've already put cameras on all these poor fucking cops. You're going to see the whole thing. What Once you engage one of these bees, I, I think the onus is on you that um, that all gloves are off. I have to assume the I want everyone to assume the worst because I don't want to risk someone grabbing a police officer's gun and shooting it. I just, I just don't. Sevan, Sevan. Yeah, I, know, I have you no patience. You, you want to know where me. you're going wrong? Yeah, tell me. You're being a rational thinker, Stefan. You're not allowed to do that. What I tell you about what I tell you about that logic and putting what I tell you about putting yourself in someone else's shoes. We can't do that these days, bro. Especially- I've had I've had a th- I was a young man and I used to get pulled over at least once a week, sometimes five times a week. And and I and I was in my car a lot. I, I went to school in um, Concord and I lived on the Berkeley Oakland border crazy i had 415s in the back of my rabbit and i was um, slinging weed and i was up all hours of the night and i was always drinking and driving and i was just always always in, somehow involved with cops in context and, for people that was back when weed was a crime yes and <laughs> and and it was still but it would have been a crime because i was selling it i was selling i was oh, selling yep, it. yep 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 so and i had the scale in my backpack and all that shit oh, the triple Lord. Beam oh and, you was for real yeah, well, I was pretending to be for real. I had a BB gun under the seat. Um. Anyway, so half the half the half the um encounters were fucking amazing. Nicest guys I ever met. The other half were assholes. But but it didn't matter. 
I always acted the same. I always did that. I always knew the goal was just to get away from them. The goal was to turn off the car, turn on the dome light, put my hand somewhere, be so fucking nice to him, get my ticket and move on. I didn't want them searching my car. I didn't want to get in a fight with them. I didn't want to touch them. I didn't want to be asked to get out of my car. I didn't want, I didn't want to be searched. And, but, but if I would have ever tussled with one of them and they had a fucking gun, I, I think it's fair. Um, uh, I think it's fa- completely fair to th- expect you're going to get shot. I just, I have no, I just have no, or let's just get rid of cops and just have the fucking purge now. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, there's Did society suffer because of the last two years of cop hatred. Um, I would can say, you, th- can you speak were, to that? Yeah. Or do I you think that there that. has been cop hatred? I don't mean to make a presupposition on you, but like when I look at like the problems society's having, I, I think, holy shit. I think like a, a, a chunk of the, that pie is because of the two years of cop hatred we had after George Floyd. So I think, I think, um, society in general, have, we, we tend a lot of us, like not just society towards cops, but period. There's a lot of, it's hard to it's it's hard to correct to hear. A lot of times we overcorrect, right? You know what I'm saying. So if it was, oh, we're here and we're trying to bring it back to here. A lot of times it comes all the way over here, and so there's just maybe a, a overcorrection. Uh, like, like let's accept transvestites and everyone for who they are. Okay, cool. Let's invite them into our elementary schools and have them twerk in front of our kids. Ah, maybe overcorrected <laughs> a little. Shmeji. That that part just a smidge you over. Let's. How about we just just be cool and and not be and, and just accept everyone, right? And so yeah, the overcorrection think, thing. You're right. It's crazy. And, 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 and quite frankly, um, I, I I speak about this to my partners a lot because uh, when it, I hear you talk about it, also is the victim mentality, and you, you you'll vibe with this one because <laughs> uh, you you speak and learn in analogies, and that's my learning style. I speak and learn, and when I used to coach CrossFit in analogies because that r- helps relate and um the victim mentality is like a very slow dripping poison at a light dosage and it tastes really good mm. it, ma- it makes you feel good and but what you don't realize it, it may not that slow dripping poison doesn't do anything to you in a day a week or maybe even a month but you continuously ingest that poison over the course of a year two years ten years then you're just eating away and molding into a victim constantly. Now, overcorrection would be trying to be a hard ass all the time. I'm never a victim, whatever. No, but just avoiding that victim mentality. And I think that seeps into a lot of people's minds more because the, vic- the victim mentality is pretty close to being a polar opposite of accountability. And so one side you have accountability, the other side you have a victim mentality, you know, and I think the victim mentality is just probably carried a little bit too much weight, but gotten a little too dense over the course of however long. There's a nuance here to what you're saying that I've been trying to explain to my kids. I'll say something like it's that's my that's my fault. And then something will happen, and I thought you. And then they'll be like, "I thought you said everything is your fault." And I go, "It is. Everything's my responsibility." They go, like, "Well, then how how did we get in trouble for that?" I'm like, "Because it's your fault too." It, it's interesting. You you um, 
the nuance is this you get pulled over by a cop and um and, and let's not even use that as a cop something bad happens to you and it's not your fault at all but you still can't play the victim you have to take responsibility you have to take responsibility because you're here as a human being on planet earth it doesn't mean that that guy still doesn't the guy who, who the person who ever hurt you doesn't have their own shit that they have to get through and even if it looks like 100% everything that there was their fault right they walked up to you they jumped you they knocked you out you still can't play the victim the the truth isn't the, the, there is I, I don't believe that there's a middle line I don't believe that it's like that there's exceptions. I believe it, it is really black and white that we have to take this this almost this absolute personal accountability and responsibility for all the things that are happening in our life. And granted it's hard. It's a it's a war, right? Because you're right, playing that victim does feel good. Yeah. It wasn't my fault. I the, the scientists, the TV was telling me everyone no one could have known. As soon as I, I talk to doctors all the time and they're like, well, no one could have known in the beginning. As soon as I hear that, I hear them starting to play the victim. Why didn't you if you couldn't have known, why didn't you take a deep breath and stand back then? Why yeah. did you just jump in and get and do the procedure? Right. And it's because right right then and there. It's a very attractive thing. It's it's a relief. Like, oh, okay, it wasn't my fault. Okay, maybe maybe this, but no, it's, it's that it's it's uncomfortable. It's <laughs> it sucks to to be accountable sometimes. You got jumped at the ATM, and it's the other guy's fault, right? But you're born on planet Earth. You open an account at that bank. You have an ATM. It was nighttime. Were you looking around? What I mean, I mean, th those are the second you just blamed the guy who jumped you at the ATM. You've given him all your power. So I would, I would, um, there'll be, there'll be. I'm not saying that guy doesn't get an excuse. That guy needs to right. fucking be taken out and fucking slapped around. Uh, th no, there's a lot of agreements in what you're saying. I agree with yeah. you in a lot of what you're saying. Yeah. But the slight pushback will be take all the yeah. scenarios you said. Yeah. And you get jumped. Yeah. You you give him the power when you fear to go to the ATM again. Right. You, or you give him the power when you let him live or her <laughs> live rent-free in your head when you're making dinner the next day. Yeah. Now, will will there be some trauma associated? Possibly. I'm not saying that we're just computers and we could of course. Dump, something, dump something from our memory. How, however, that's where the the loss of power would happen to to me not not a, a bit of me would be like damn that's what i get for being at the atm at 9 30 p.m i know better than that or because um i i needed to get some bread now now if i was getting bread out the atm for a shady reason like that, i knew i shouldn't have done that stupid ass thing. i knew i didn't need that 20 dollars to buy the to buy the meth or the, you know what i mean and so that would be where it's your fault but the, the the transfer of power comes from when you let somebody else dictate beyond now we, so, so like that uh, guy that you that you pulled that you showed up to the fight mm -hmm. and he yelled at you if you would have left and, and he yells those racial slurs at you if you would have left there thinking and that would have changed who who you think you are about yourself or who you think other people are then he wins right 
and uh, I the the reason I count that either one years, either you think different about yourself or you think different about now drunk white dudes or dr- however you want to categorize them. He won. Doesn't matter. He won exactly. if, if it changes the way you think. Exactly, and and quite frankly, it may sound weird to a, a lot of folks, but when I'm in when I'm in uniform, I'm not a black police officer. I'm a police officer. So an example of that would be if I'm wearing what I'm wearing right now, and somebody says, "Fuck you, nigger," you know what I mean, and I and I tune them up. It would be so likely socially acceptable that they got their ass whooped in yeah. and of itself for calling me the n-word but put me in uniform like that in and of itself i can't okay but like i gotta keep it moving now would it be an associated factor to why force was used likely because they showed the propensity to become violent well, it shows your bad shit crazy if you call black dude that Dude's yeah <laughs> something's that, something's wrong with you that too but um i you can't live rent free in my head from there and then so yeah. that dude did it and moving forward am i yeah it, it, is it keeping me distraught no i actually laugh at the story i'm like i can't believe that damn dude i was trying so hard just to get him back home safely but then he wanted he, he wanted the smoke and so he got it are you born and raised um where you're at now in, in that yeah. yeah yeah how old are you I am 32. I'm about to be 33. Oh, I don't, I don't, shit, dude. You're young. Oh, my I'm, God. I'm actually so. You look really young, too, though. I mean, you. Look, I, I didn't think you were older, but I thought maybe you were going to say something crazy. I'm 74. I was gonna be like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but you look very young. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, well, yeah, my, my area is relative. I could tell you around where I live. I, I'm actually buddied up with a. When your boy Justin Medeiros, oh, and so yeah, so I used to watch him. Like I was there for his first one of his first CrossFit workouts, and so we're we're around from the same area, right? Um, and is would you consider the Bay Area your home from everywhere from like San Jose to Benicia to San Francisco? Like you like by home, I mean you know all you know the area. Um, no, nah, you know I, NorCal. I would probably, I probably would go to. If I said meet me at the Oakland. Golden Gate Bridge, you don't need your Apple oh. map to fucking find it. You, you <laughs> okay. know how to get yeah. yeah that's I what I mean. You. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I like you. you don't know every neighborhood, but I mean you know. Yeah, yeah, the, like, yeah. The basics. All of us Bay Area boys, we know and, and girls, we know the Bay Area. Yeah, I got you. You could come to my. If I said, "Hey, meet me at my house in an hour and a half," you could come here. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. Well, I hope you had fun. I had a blast. Hey, hey that that was yeah, that was a good time. That was dope. Okay, cool. Um, let's do it again. Yeah, honestly, you just I'll add me about anything. As you can see, I could cook. Like if you get me on a topic, I could cook. It just makes you give us some time in advance, like y'all did, and we'll keep it moving. Awesome, dude. Blade, are you, do you work today? I do not. I'm actually on baby leave. Oh, cool! Congratulations. Yeah. Pretty, How old's the baby? Good. How old's the baby? About ten days old now. Congratulations! Yeah, baby's doing good. She was she was a stat C section. What's that mean? Stat like like last minute? Like oh shit, do it. Yeah, like oh this shit isn't planned. Something's going on with the little. Let's keep it moving. (laughs) And so, like everybody, and this is normal. You know, everybody's oh, how's the baby? How's the baby? And the baby ended up great. It was my 
my third girl, by the way. God dang, all girls. <laughs> uh, but everything ended up great with her, but mom got her ass whooped. And so mainly I'm helping mom take care of the kids because we also, we had, what's it called, Irish twins when you go back to back? Wow. Yes. Yeah, so we, if you have them like within 18 months or two years or something. You I have, have I have an 18-month-old. and shit. So I have a seven-year-old. I have a seven-year-old who is money. Like, yeah, she's so good that I have to tell her no, just so she can learn how to deal with. This <laughs> <laughs> like, dad, I'm, I'm going to so, do the dishes now. No, no, she'll be like, dad, can I have gum? <laughs> and, I, and I'll be like, nope, you didn't say please. Like, that's how petty I have to be because she's money everywhere else. So if she don't say, dad, man, please have gum. I'm like, I'm like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> so she's absolute money. Very self-sufficient. You know, she does stupid seven-year-old stuff. She does stupid seven-year-old stuff sometimes out of curiosity. Oh, dude, I, I have why'd three. You write, a, why'd you use Sharpie on the on the wood table? Yes. Yeah, that one right there. <laughs> yeah, then but then our damn one and a half-year-old, she she's money. She she's a great sleeper, thank God, but she does not stop. She going over here to try to get in something. She likes messing with the dog bowl now. She like, oh yeah, yeah. She's tall enough stage. to reach doors and stuff. So we got to buy. What does she think about the new baby? Is she cool? She is very gentle. Now oh, she doesn't. Cool. We're trying to teach her the no-no areas. Like, no, I don't care how gentle it is. You can't touch the baby's eyeball. <laughs> you know right, 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 right. But but she, she goes. She you goes, can't pull off fingers. Uh, don't touch the eyeball. Right. She, she goes uh like that, and she'll just kind of gently try to touch her. She is. Absolutely, money with the baby. The baby sleeps well. So three for three. You no know, knock on wood. And excuse my. It's not. This is not two and a half. This is a full. This is a full count. Right? I kept looking at that finger throughout the show. That thing and needs so to funny. be. I wear a tack vest, right? And like, let's say you're directly in front of me, and if I'm trying to point, there'll be a time where I'll point at you, and I'll be like, "Well, I know this is pointing at them, but I'm actually, I mean you." <laughs> <laughs> right. But a three for three with good sleepers. And I can't ask for much more than that. I got healthy babies. They got their their vision is good. They pass both hearing tests. Their crying is good. They pass their jaundice test. All that stuff that everybody's afraid of at birth, they're good. And so you're stoked. Very, very much so. Thank you for coming on. Um, All right, man. I look forward to talking to you again. This was awesome. Yeah. Likewise, man. Y'all have a if good you, one. If you see Justin and Mama Justin and Daddy Justin, tell them I said what's up. Will do. All right, y'all. All All love. Ciao. Peace. Wow. Can that become a thing? Uh, I was just... I like that. Just like breaking down videos? Yeah, that was dope. I like him, too. He's great, isn't he? He's super cool. I can't even believe he's real. He's so nice. And his skin's so (laughs) nice. The whole time, I'm like, is this like a Disney character? It felt like it. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's so cool. All right, yeah, that's cool. Hey, what do you do when the show's over? Like, what will you do? What will you do right now? Um, I'll probably download the show, uh-huh. and then I'll go. While I'm doing that, I'll eat dinner, change, and then go work out for a couple hours, and then do whatever until I go to bed. I guess. Repeat. Um, can, can you, uh, I, well, did you hear about, uh, 
North Korea firing a missile, intercontinental ballistic missile over uh, Japan. Yeah. Um, does that does that affect your job at all? What you're doing? No, not really. We don't. I mean, it's it's just. I mean, add for some us, attention to it. Not that we've heard. No, I think maybe you, just you have like, your focus. Yeah, we're. I mean, we're pretty prepared for everything. So, are you support for something that's going on? Mm. Are you support for something that could happen? Are you preemptive, or are you actually? Um, is there a situation that you are? Um, I don't really have a specific answer for that. It's pretty. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Is there someone who's always where you're at, or is this kind of a new? Is this whole place where you're living right now a new a new pop up town, new pop up city? Um, like, are there always pretty, Americans there? Or no? Yeah, we're pretty solidified. What do you mean? Like we're here. Oh, we, you're there. Okay. we own this. We own this space. Okay. So it wasn't like something happened and then you went out there. The space that you're holding is a space that the U.S. holds. Yeah. All right. Uh, when you when can when can I just ask you a million questions about it? Like after you come back and you're out of the military for two years? Uh, no, you, I can probably talk about it when I get back in the, in the beginning of next year. Awesome. All right, brother. You're the best. Love you, Caleb. Um, and I will. Um, oh, do, do, oh, do 